Yeah, baby. Hello, my Toulouse Star Treks. This is your Peggy Babylon 5 bacon host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his Pablo Picasso Laris podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. It's the May 11th show. Today's story is all about improving yourself in the eyes of others. If everyone's critical stares have induced your usual bout of nervous flatulence, maybe they'll all end up with the stink eye. Stink Eye by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Donovan did everything he could think of to be more attractive. He showered, he shaved, he offered people healthy snacks. And yet still no one loved him. Not even his mother, who was having an illicit parenthood with his newborn sister behind his back and under her breast. He was running out of things to pretty up, which terrified him, because if none of that stuff worked, he might be forced to develop a personality. No, no, to hell with that. He plucked his nose hair. He plucked other people's nose hair. As a service, mind you. But all that got him was 70% more fistfights than he had wanted, and a broken nose. The doctors told him it might not have broken had he left in that plush carpet of cushiony nose hair. Donovan fought back the tears and scraped the crusted blood off the end of his nose kazoo. He turned his body into the epitome of classical Greek perfection before realizing everyone who was hot for that look died 2,500 years ago. Just as well, his skin hurt from all the marble slabs he'd taped to it. There had to be something else he was missing. He had donated his unsightly back hair to Locks of Love. He had donated his unsightly handguns to Glocks of Glove. He'd even donated his unsightly ancient Roman athletes to Jocks of Jove. And with the youngest of them being 20 centuries old, unsightly was an understatement. He really needed some new friends. And by new, he meant still alive. Getting rid of the old ones, however, really did wonders for his overall smell. Strangely enough, he found that the stinkiest part of his old friends were their eye holes. Of course, it was so obvious. He facepalmed himself and then screamed in agony because his nose was still broken. He had spent so much time perfecting himself, he was magnificent in every way except for one, his smelly, smelly eyes. Donovan ran to his dressing table and splashed his naked, sexy eyeballs with cologne. He screamed in agony once again, but this time it was screams in agony of joy because people immediately flocked to him. He was glad the windows in his house were so breakable, otherwise his new fans could not have mobbed him so quickly. Although the skin around his eyes was purple from the nose thing, although his eyes themselves were bright red and still burned and he might not ever see out of them again, his new alive friends loved them. Women, women like Edna, gathered around him and whispered, let me smell your eyes. And yes, he knew that one woman was Edna as soon as he felt her nose hairs touch his severely damaged eyeball. He knew those hairs anywhere, especially by the notable absence of the longest one. In the next moment, their fates were sealed. It was then that Edna sniffed so hard, Donovan's right eye went straight up her left nostril and lodged in her sinuses while still attached to the inside of his head by the muscle and nerves. Donovan knew then that they were destined to be together forever. If this story eyed your nostrils, you can ear, nose, and throat it, as well as a couple of other body holes at the induced coma of the web aroma, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Blurb smugly in the comments for this post, or shallowly mail me, and we'll tell each other nothing matters as long as we look good at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or go canoeing through puddles at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we were James Bound and Gagged, the SF and SF signal used to stand for Sean Fonnery, which was actually Patrick Hester trying to do a Scottish accent while waving around a Walther PPK. If you're wondering what happened 
SF signal, I would have to say that's what killed it. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I tweeted weak and weary, I pondered everyone who wasn't following me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. There's over 7 billion of them, so it's no small task. In fact, I'm still pondering them now. I'm up to 737. I really wish I could find something more productive to do with my life. Money makes the mango round! If you have a real franc yen to make a mark in this world, you might pound out a great living as a lyricist and show off by taking Barney Rubel and Rupee and all your other Kronar out to Dinar in your sweet ride, flooring it all the way, then pay so much you act like a drachma queen until they all say, you're oh so sweet. Well, if you like money that much, you're probably not going to give me a fucking cent, are you? You dick. This podcast tries but fails to raise money to prevent the beaten path from receiving any more of a beating and is pulling for the path to experience road rage and throw off the oppressive shoes of the masses, not out of nobility, but because it finds stockinged feet to be an incredible turn-on, especially when covered with the dribbles of a melted Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-like 4.0 international license. Until petty thieves steal away with all of your petties, this will be the reverse Matthew Sanborn Smith, asking you to remind him, if you kiss enough people who have mono, you'll get Polly. Good night. In the next moment, their faces were sealed. No. Their faces were sealed, sort of. In the next moment, their fates were sealed.